everything Michael Jordan. What do you guys think? I loved it. Oh, it was pretty good. Loved yeah. it so much. It was great. It was great. I kind of like how uh, Scotty Pippen got his yes. recognition. Because I know oh, there's well, some people sure. out there that didn't realize how much he meant to that. Bro, his agent team. sucked. Oh, my yeah. gosh. His agent sucked? Well, I get he was he was trying to provide for his family. Yeah, he was getting whatever he could. But, yeah, so yeah. His agent should have got him more. Did yeah. you hear what Dennis Rodman said about Scotty? What did he say? Was, when, Jordan, when Jordan was gone for the year uh, for baseball or, you know, the, the gambling – yeah, uh, and Scotty was the best player in the world. He led the t- he led oh, the yeah, team in every single it. stat. So, yeah. so we'll get into that later. Let's talk about the first episode. It starts off Michael Jordan just growing up, kind of learning about him a little bit. Um, we learn a lot about General Manager Jerry Krause. What do you guys Ooh. think of that man? Ooh. I just want to thank him. So- from for being a Lakers fan, you know, he gave Phil us uh, Phil Jackson. I always forget your Lakers fan. Yeah, him yeah. and CJ are diehard. I mean, he he was smart in how he played. Like he'd honestly be a really good GM in today's game. Definitely, and I mean, he right. got Michael. He got he got Scotty. He got Andy. He he started Phil Jackson too. He hired him he, as an assistant. Yeah, he was an assistant coach. Yeah, he got Rodman. All these guys that came along. Um, Ellington, Kerr, I'm probably missing some guys, but right. I mean, he got the guys. I mean, Sean Oakman was there. He made a trade for Sean Oakman, um, and eventually yeah. traded Sean Oakman away. But you mean Charles Oakley? Or Charles Oakley? Sorry, Sean Oakley. <laughs> Sean Oakman, the, <laughs> Sean Oakman <laughs> the, the the big dude from Baylor. I forgot his name. My bad. Guy. <laughs> Charles Oakley. Oh, I know. Did, did we hear a lot about Charles Oakley lately in the last year or two in the news? Is that what he got in a fight with the – was it well, the Dolan. GM or the owner of oh, the Knicks? Yeah, Dolan yeah. took him out. Yeah, Dolan yeah, took yeah, him yeah. Nobody likes Dolan. <laughs> no. Anyways, no, I... so what do you guys think? Do you think that Krause was a good GM or do you think he was a good GM and then it, he just got in his own way towards the end? Personally, I think I honestly think he was a good GM. Um, I think he went about things uh, completely the wrong way because I think GMs they have to sit back and let the players and right. coaches take the credit. Oh yeah, you know you're not you're not the front. You know nobody knows your face. People barely know yeah, your nobody's name. getting your autographs. So you can't be right. jealous at that. Yeah, coaches still get autographs. So you know? he went about yeah he went about that the wrong way yeah i I completely agree with cj here um i think he was a great gm established that great team he had um but i don't think he approached the situation with um michael jordan the right way it's like he did the right thing for the wrong reasons almost from what i've seen through the doc exactly but you know we might see something else logan you got anything right yeah he yeah he created the bulls and he kind of just wanted to show he could just as easily dismantle them. <laughs> he wanted to be the one to take all the credit, it kind of seemed like. But he was a genius the way he put them together. For sure, for sure. Especially trading for Scottie Pippen. And, um, he did everything. He basically put that whole team together. Besides, he's not the one that drafted Michael Jordan. He came the year after. But he put that whole team together for those eight-year periods. 
And right. To, if he was a gym today, I mean, he was doing the right thing, looking for the future after winning by championship. So. Exactly. Yeah, my thing with him is like kind of like Logan said. I think he had a little bit of little man, little man syndrome. I think it's always hard as a GM, especially when you're dealing with grown adults who are playing basketball. Um, I mean, we've seen it with LeBron. We've seen it with all these other stars um, and uh, like Kawhi. Uh, we've seen all of that. And this is the thing is he got picked on a lot, guys. Um, and and I yeah, think he maybe he kind of had a vendetta and made it personal instead of just being like, okay, I'm making millions of dollars. Just let it happen and, and be level-headed about it. I think towards the end, he was like, oh, I, I would have pulled the trigger on Scotty uh, right away, you know. Um, there's talks that I read yeah. that uh, if one of the Scotty trades would have gone through, I mean, MJ vetoed it and so did the ownership, uh, but – uh, Tracy McGrady almost was a bull. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, had been... I heard that more. Yeah, I heard and, that. And yeah. uh, imagine what that would have done. I mean, do you think Jordan stays a few more years with McGrady, you know? Do you think Jordan just got love tired? Me, love me some teammates. Love me some Tracy McGrady. It's hard to tell. I it's think hard to tell. Their What's offense it? would be much better. Their defense would suffer. Uh, it would just be a different, a different team altogether. They might yeah. not win. Yep. Uh, I feel like, uh, but I feel like T Mac and Scotty Pippen are very similar. Besides, T Mac doesn't play defense than Scotty. Offensively, they're yeah. very much alike. I would, I would say Scotty probably played more inside. T Mac, T Mac had had more of a jumper. Yeah. Just, I T Mac definitely had a better jumper, but I think Scotty was a legit passer. I mean, he was second right. assist. Um, why mm-hmm. he was with the ball, so. So let's talk about MJ's, MJ's national championship with North Carolina. Um, Roy Williams was an assistant at the time. He said that Michael Jordan was the only player he knew that could turn on and off the excellent switch, and he never turned that freaking thing off is the, is the words he said. Um, also, with Michael getting the last shot of the game uh, was was crazy, you know. that That's kind of what started it. And even Michael said, he said, I be I I came from just being Mike in that instance to now being confident and being Michael Jordan. He he um, assets that moment right there to be what drove him to be great. You know, once he tasted greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's talk about that last pass of the game where they just turned it over. That's, he just threw okay. It I've never seen that player. until this <laughs> until like this week. I'd only seen MJ's yeah, shot I'd and never, not what happened right after. Yeah. Wow. Got the colors for sure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but talk oh. about talk about that shot NJ hit is like on that North Carolina team. He was a freshman, and they had a guy named James yeah. Worthy on the right. team with him. And James Worthy's nickname is Big Game James for a reason. And for him to for the coach Dean to say, you know what, we don't go to NJ on that play. He saw something in MJ his freshman year. I mean that. I'm sorry, I can't get that last play out of my head. Really, just it looked like the Harlem Globetrotters where he passes it to the ref. Yeah, that's crazy. So, do you think that if he wouldn't have gone and been coached by Dean Smith, that he would have um, gone into the NBA, been kind of a little bit more cocky, level headed, or um, not level headed as much? Uh, <laughs> they talked about doing coke and drinking and all that stuff. Michael supposedly says he did not do that his first few years um, with them. Do you think that it had um, 
the impact from Dean Smith and Roy Williams being his coach at North Carolina? For sure. For sport. And especially probably his parents, mm-hmm. too. And I, I believe, Mike, that he didn't do it his first two years. I mean, it was Michael Jordan. He probably didn't want to hang out with him. I mean, yeah. they, they, <laughs> they called them what? The, uh, to, be, to be honest, oh, they yeah, weren't good. <laughs> yeah. The, the team sucked. He knew he was the only good player on the team. So he probably didn't want to hang out with them anyways. <laughs> they just sat at home and ate pizza. And drink, uh, what do you drink? Yeah, Sprite yeah. and orange juice every day. Yeah, every orange day. juice yeah. and orange juice, yeah. I do that too. I just mix that with so I totally like believe that. peach, you know. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, I think this documentary, especially the first part, was very interesting. Just seeing a lot that you know we see a lot of, like John said, we saw we've seen the Jordan shot at North Carolina, but we don't see the other parts of the game. Like I didn't know that Georgetown had a chance to win. You know, you don't see that stuff. Yes. Um. And just it's just the the mindset of Jordan, and I just think a lot of people I think misconstrue him for being kind of cocky or kind of a prick. But I think he just drove what it seemed like is he drove the others to be better. And sometimes we all know this as as coaches and as players that we played um, and coached that sometimes you got to be a dick. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it's right. Like you love those guys more than anything. Um, and you love your players more than anything, but at the end of the day, sometimes you got to be a dick, and I think that persona's carried on um, into him afterwards and just pushing people to be the very best that they can be. Well, that's why we love Kobe, too. Yeah. It's and and why I love why I love him. Sure. Yeah. He took it to Carl Anthony Towns. I thought it was funny. I but. mean, I think of, like, LeBron, like, pointing at uh, the scoreboard when J.R. Smith, <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, I think, dumbass. What yeah, but I, I think that's – I think there's a difference – in their mentality. You don't think between... LeBron pushes people to be better by kind of being hard on people? I don't think we see it. But like I, if, they, right if they do a documentary 20 years from I, now, I, I think we'll see it. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I feel like I, – I bet LeBron yeah. does it in the mm-hmm. film room a lot. Kind of like more of the he's, he's, behind he's, the scenes. He's, like he's yeah. a vocal leader. Yeah. Yes. For sure. That'll be a good one. I can't wait. I'm just like – in my head, going through like every five years, we're gonna get a great thirty for thirty. Yeah. We're gonna get Kobe soon. We're gonna get LeBron. We're gonna get a Tiger Woods. Yeah, definitely. All these guys nice. that we grew up watching. I said I tweeted this the other night. I said I wish I was born in '84 instead of '94, just so in my lifetime I can see MJ, Kobe, and LeBron all in their primes. Not to mention other players, but but especially Michael Jordan. I think. Like I said, these 90s babies are really starting to appreciate what Michael Jordan was. I'm starting to see another side of him. And we kind of talked about that about two, three weeks ago in our podcast about um, just falling in love kind of with the idea of Michael a little bit more. I I, I feel like by halfway through this, we're going to like kind of hate Michael. I feel like he's going to be a dick in a lot of it. Yeah, because we've only seen the first two. Next week's Dennis Rodman and Phil Jackson. They're definitely going to pick it up. That'll be good. They said it'll be more into Phil Jackson and Dennis Rodman. Mm -hmm. They're going to show the bad boys, which I'm excited because, I mean, growing up, I was a Pistons fan, and and I love the the bad boys documentary and and learning just kind of how Jordan kind of really strived to be better because he got the crap beat out of him. 
Bill Lambeer, all Rick Mahorn, all those guys were just hammering him down. Dude, Isaiah talking he shit. Still, he still hates Isaiah yeah, Thomas. I mean, wouldn't you though? <laughs> to to Kidding, this wouldn't day, wouldn't you if you were an opposing? Like he's one of those guys. He's like you love to have him on your team. You hate to play against him. Yeah, but I wouldn't hate Lance Stevenson. You know, like, <laughs> I know I know but, Isaiah Thomas is a lot better than. Lance but Lance Stevenson, makes but... it more enjoyable too. Like you can't just okay. laugh at Lance. Be, like Isaiah, it'd be like Isaiah really meant like. Right. Yeah. When he said hurtful things, he actually meant it. Lance Stevens is just gonna <laughs> blow in your ear just to get on ESPN the next day, and everybody thinks it's funny because it's, it's LeBron funny. James. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember I saw him see Philadelphia about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. He was still in Indy, and uh, he hit a shot to go up by like ten with like two minutes left, and he stood at half court and just started doing the air guitar thing. I loved it. Miss Lance. He's in China having a good time. But so part two is a little bit more about uh, Scotty Pippen, which I love seeing um, because I was one of those who really didn't like the guy and know a lot about him. Um, I kind of hated on him just because you see the, the Bad Boys documentary, and I love Rodman. And so uh, he didn't like Rodman at first, so I thought he was kind of a jerk. But getting to see Scotty now and what he really did – um, I, I I changed my mind and I apologize to you, Scotty Pippen. Um, I think you're a dumbass for signing an eight year contract of 18 mil or seven year, whatever. Seven, seven year, seven year contract. Um, but at the same time, like it was, it was pretty cool to see why he did it because his, he had two people in his family in wheelchairs. His brother was paralyzed from a wrestling match and his dad had a stroke and they had like tons of family, at least 15 people in that house. And I, and I just think I think his his agent could have done better by saying maybe let's sign mm-hmm. five years instead right. of seven. But I mean, he did eventually get money. His next contract with um, Houston and eventually traded to Portland, so he did make some of that money back. But he, when you when yeah, yeah when you out miss out on money, that's all you can think about is you've lost money. Yeah. You didn't you didn't make seventeen million dollars. Yeah. You lost. You know, he probably he probably could have made oh, a lot more. Probably could have doubled it at least. Well, and I think yeah, what screwed him sure. was is that uh, the, the 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 salary started going up. That was in like in the mid '90s is when really everything started coming together and and players started getting paid more. Um, and so some of them got lucky, um, like Jordan. Uh, who, well, I mean, it was Jordan who got them the no, money. No, but that's oh, what I'm yep. saying is like. He brought, yeah, he brought viewers. He started. They started to be more entertaining. Basketball started to sweep across the nation. I mean, they said the Bulls were getting out viewed and out um, attendance by the Chicago Sting, which I had never heard of before. I know they have the Chicago <laughs> Fire right now, but the Chicago Sting is either a pro or semi-pro soccer league. And, 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 and in the mid '80s, they weren't even—they were getting more attendance in, in in the United Center than the Bulls. Well, the Bulls were terrible. The Bulls, but that's why they they're that, that bad. bad. Like the Bulls today are pretty bad, but at the same time, they're still going to get views. <laughs> like they're going to get attendance because it's Chicago. They oh, love their sure. sports. Now, now that's they what love I'm saying. Now, but back then they didn't. And they were that bad. And for Michael Jordan to take him to the playoffs his mm, second what, year. What did he score? 49 and 63 those first two games? 
Yep, back-to-back games in the Garden. Uh, both let's, losses, let's talk though, about but, them I mean, being the Pacers. One. <laughs> with, with, with John Paxton hitting the game winner. So, MJ gets hurt. He's out a few weeks, goes back to North Carolina, starts rehabbing, probably shouldn't be playing basketball, does. They tell me he has a 90% possibility he won't get injured, but if he does, the 10%, he might not be able to play again. And then they load manage, come to a conclusion. There's 20 seconds left in the game, and Jerry pulls him. He has Jerry to. Jerry wasn't getting fired for 20 seconds. <laughs> I mean, the coach, the coach was going to get fired the if they, they put MJ wanted, back in the game. They wanted the draft pick. And 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 what is your moral what is your oh, moral sure, take yeah. on that? Knowing you're probably gonna get swept by Boston, what is your guys' moral take on tanking one game out of the playoffs at the ninth spot? There's no there's no point. There's no point. You try to win that game again in the playoffs. Now do you risk your job on the line? I don't know. <laughs> But you do everything in your power to make the playoffs. Do you as think a player that, coach. that moment made uh, a Crouch and, and Jordan's uh, relationship kind of rocky road the rest of the way through? Yes, yes, for and sure. That was early, for sure. And I think any, yeah, and I believe if that happened in this era in the 2010s, I believe Jordan would never last in Chicago another four yeah. years. He would have forced his way out. No, if he, it was that bad with the GM. Yeah, he would have went to LA too. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so a few things. Let's talk about game one in Boston first to start off. They're playing in Boston. They get beat pretty bad, but Jordan goes off for what forty nine. What do you think the Bulls are thinking after Jordan just goes off? Jeez. They're probably thinking this is all we got. This is, we only got one player. And I just think they knew from that point, though, that they have that guy. They just have to fix the roster. So, and I think what he did in game two was yeah. nothing anybody expected. Yeah, I, I agree. They had their guy. They just needed to build the roster. And that's where uh, Krause comes into play. He did great building the roster, building around um, Michael Jordan. But like we said, he... but that relationship was already busted. yes. That's that's what it all comes back to. Him not being able to play, and I think Krause was looking at it as business. Michael Jordan was looking at it as, you know, I want to win, I want to be competitive, and that's just how he was. And I think I like is. I think my favorite thing for episode two was not game one or game two. It was what happened between the games, between Michael Jordan yeah. and Dean. <laughs> but they played golf with oh, each yeah. other. Golf, bro, and, you know. Yeah. Play golf with them. That, that, just because you play golf with them doesn't mean you're friendly, you know. They could have been, like, talking shit the whole time or something. They're and they're probably gambling. They probably they were. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. So it's like he, Danny said he beat them. Yeah. They're <laughs> like probably put decent amount of money on the line. So Dennis Johnson was the one so, I'm pretty for, sure that was guarding Michael because Michael comes to Ainge when yes. they dropped him off and he said, "Hey, tell your boy DJ I got something for him tonight." 
and drops 63, <laughs> takes it into double overtime. The first Before the first overtime, hits a free throw while time expired. I mean, it was unbelievable. And I think – I think uh, that's just like for him to do that in his second year, 63 in the Garden against that Boston team, how dominant that Boston team was. Yeah, back Larry day. Bird said it was the best team he ever played with. Yes. Yes, for sure. It had like I mean, five Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah, and their li- their like, length was, was amazing. It was it was nuts. I thought it was funny when uh, Walton got pissed. He had a guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fell out. Yeah, yeah he fouled out. <laughs> Bro, I know. And he's always talking about the League of Champions, boy. Because. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, he's probably still mentally. Maybe he's crazy because of Michael Jordan made him crazy. <laughs> that, that's very possible. It's all the drugs he did. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> he's probably celebrating right now yep, in 420. Yep, you know, yeah, he's chiefing in his his exotic his Dude, Joe pro- Exotic Garden <laughs> <laughs> with his iguanas and his. <laughs> He's probably watching reruns of Pac-12 basketball. He's probably watching uh, uh, Pritchard go off against Michigan early in the season. And trying to – His favorite tournament is the Maui, though. Oh, don't you just love the Maui? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I watch – Like, people hate Dan Rackets, a lot of people from Indiana, because he's – no, I love no, I love Rocky. He doesn't piss people off. <laughs> and he just says stupid stuff that just makes me laugh. Reminds you, um, buddy? I think that's Damn. where I get my broadcasting style from. A little bit of TV. You're Joe Buck, Joe bro. Buck. It's a screwball. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway. They, they let that guy do the U.S. Open. I got so mad. Yeah. I, Dude. Have you guys heard that? I just found a tweet. Go ahead, sorry. I just found no, you get. I just found a tweet that said, "If you got the stimulus check, you can't talk shit about him making seventeen million." <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite person on TikTok, and he did videos before, is Bob Mennery. Have you guys heard of him? So Bob Mennery, he no, does. He's he broadcasts like he'll take highlights. Or just average like crazy videos, and he'll act like he's commentating. And like one was like LeBron, where he took like seven steps. He's like one, two, three, holy dog shit! LeBron can do whatever the f he wants. Okay, yeah, I know, you're, I know what you're talking about. It's like okay, it's yeah, like yeah. he cusses all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Well, one of the TikToks he had Joe Buck. Joe Buck said, "Go f yourself, Bob Mendery." On the- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll have to send it to you guys, but the, they should get that guy doing sports, like his own network, and just do random, like like the Dolphins versus Brown games, like games that we really don't care about. But if they had a funny announcer cussing, it it it'd be amazing. I'd watch that. I'd on ESPN like four. Yeah, like if we watch like the like Michigan State Miami. True. I mean, that's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> Miami's supposed to win the ACC, bro. The ACC or South or whatever. I know, bro. Coastal. Nine plus with the over. Somebody, I can't remember who said that. Somebody said I it. I can't remember. Some fat mother ever. <laughs> that talks too much. So, you guys could go into more. I got to go tonight. 
I got some things to do. Uh, love you guys. Jake, thanks for yeah, joining no us. You guys go into it. John, did you win your Fortnite game? Uh, <laughs> we lost. Was it Hunter's fault? <laughs> no, it was totally mine. It's always, it's always couldn't me. clutch it. All right. Well, you guys yeah. have a good night. Love all of you. Peace, love, and anything else. I don't know how the quote goes, but. Wash your hands. CJ West out. Wash your hands on the quarantine. Wash your hands. Peace out. Anybody else got? I mean, we could have just.